Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I am so excited you all are tuning in this month for another episode of this month's theme, hashtag Mother Up. If you are joining us for the first time, wherever you're listening, give us a shout out on social media if that's something you feel like that has really helped you through these episodes. And Mother Up is talking about all things mother. You guessed it. If you're a mom, this episode is for you. Or maybe you're actually becoming a new mom. Whatever it may be, we've got some exciting guests coming on the show this month. You've probably already heard two of our guests. Um, but we've got a great guest coming on the show today. One of my dear friends called Haley Anna Nicole. She is here today. Um, Haley Anna Kanoy, and I can't wait for you to hear her journey of just her lifelong story of motherhood down from infertility to adoption. Um, You know, when you're a mom, it literally requires all of us to mother up in different seasons. Like you have to have some thick backbone (laughs) um, of how to navigate life. And so I'm excited for you guys to hear from her. Um, She's going to tell you a little bit about herself, her life, her three sweet girls. So Haley Anna, give us the scoop. Like who you are, anything we need to know, fun about you. Okay, I'm Haley Anna, or Haley, or so many other <laughs> nicknames. Um, my husband calls me Nanner, which is... Oh, that's an yes, awesome name. Yes, Nanner, N-A-N-N-E-R. Um, but I, I'm 29 years old. I just turned 29, which is like Happy crazy Happy belated to birthday. Yes. And I have three kids. Just bear with me as I tell you all the ages because it's a lot. I have an almost four-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old, and a ten-month-old, and they're all girls. Amazing. Which hope you have all boys. Yes. So we need to trade some. Okay. We arranged some marriages. It's about like two long. But um, yeah, I have three girls. Um, my first was adopted. Her name is Esther, and then I have. Two biological children, Alan and Ellis. Yeah. And yes, I gave them boy names because I was a little mad at the Lord that I didn't have boys. (laughs) So I was like, in spite, I will name them boy names. Their names are so cute, though. I love those names. They fit them perfectly. Isn't that funny how that works? Yes. (laughs) They fit perfectly. It's crazy to me how you name them, not even knowing them. Yeah. But then they just come out and they fit. It's so true. But I'm married to my husband. We've been married for almost, well, just five years. Yeah. Just hit five years. Uh-huh. And then, what else do I need to <laughs> Those are some good ones. We're learning all things. So, what do you like to do for fun? Um, I'm an avid TV watcher. Okay. Favorite um, shows right now? I'm a big reality TV show fan. Okay. So, I've been watching the new Kardashians. I suggested to everyone but <laughs> I've watched them since I was like in eighth grade. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Um it's like my guilty pleasure. Uh-huh. And then um lately my mom has a pool. So that's what we've been doing for fun. Oh great. Yeah. Getting a little swim, getting a little sun. Uh-huh. Getting outside. And it's perfect right yes. now because it's, it's so, so hot. hot. <laughs> it's <Yes>. so humid. <laughs> and I love to read. 
but it's hard to do that. Yes, with three three small children. So, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, like just watching your journey of motherhood and life from afar. And I'm like, I even told my husband Ryan, I'm like, how does she do that with such three small little ones back to back and just the different things y'all have had to navigate, you know, from marriage and working and the small children and then the needs with Esther. And she's going to talk a little bit about that, but I'm like, it takes a strong mom, a powerful mom who knows Jesus. Yes. A lot of Jesus. A lot of Jesus. And And a lot of coffee. Yes. Like realizing that you're like, we were filming this in the back room at church today. Yes. And I'm like, we sang this song about like his whole, his strength will hold you up. Mm. And it's so true. Like, if you don't get with him and read the word and focus in on your relationship with him, like, you can't. Yeah. Like, I I couldn't do all that I have to do. Yeah. So, like, just to kind of, like, give backstory. My oldest, she is adopted and she has um, a genetic mutation, Mm -hmm. which is, there's not a lot of research on it. Yeah. But it's causing a lot of. A disability in her body so she doesn't walk or talk mm-hmm. um, she is at currently right now she's wheelchair bound which we know will not always be the case right. but right now it is Yeah. and then we can't talk yet we know that she will but it's just taking a lot longer for yeah. her to progress so and then we went through three years of a court battle mm-hmm. for her to get custody yeah. of her um and that's not my, it's, that's her story to tell, but our part of it was that we fought for three years through mm-hmm. prayer, through reading the word, mm-hmm. through basically calling on every single person we knew that prayed to pray for our family mm-hmm. so that we could officially become a family. Like she was always a part of the family. Sure. But to be official, legally, yeah. where we could sign papers and say, I'm her mom. Yeah. And so it took us three years. She's been adopted for a year and a month. Wow. Right now. Yeah. Wow. So officially. It's amazing. Has our last name, everything. But yeah, it takes, I think I, it's so funny. I, I'm actually in therapy right now. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Anyone who is mothering three children. Absolutely. Even if you're not mothering three. <laughs> yes. Like, even if you just had your first baby. Mm-hmm. Or even if you maybe just, like, went through a season where all your children left because you're... Empty nest. Yeah, you're an yeah. empty nester. Or even if you're... In, like, your kids are all, like... Yeah, growing. In the middle ages. Yeah. Where you're experiencing new things. Absolutely. And therapy... I cannot speak more highly of therapy. Yes. <laughs> because... But for some reason, the church says we should, like, there's that stigma about it. Like, mm-hmm. we should just pray and seek the Lord. But, th- y'all, therapy. That's <laughs> where it's it at. <laughs> no, I mean, my therapist, even if it's for the validation of, like, mm. what you're doing is hard. Right. So, I was telling her this week about Esther. Yeah. And all her needs. Mm. And she was like, have you ever grieved the death of a dream? Mm. And I was like, what? She was like your family Mm. like when you start to like you know when you start to try for a baby yeah you think oh it's gonna just be easy peasy Mm -hmm. and then 
Well, yours was seven years, right? Or... Yeah, we waited. Well, we waited seven years not knowing we couldn't have kids. Yeah. And then when we were told we couldn't, it was a 99% chance we ever would. We started trying, and it went over a little over a year, year and a half. Yeah. And, and like you, you just had to believe and yes. walk through it. But it's, she was just telling me, she was like, did you ever, when you found out Esther... Mm-hmm. had all these stuff and I was like well I really just found out that this is probably going to be a lifelong yeah. journey yeah and she was like well you need to grieve that and so I think all of us even if it's not a special needs situation but all of our kids kind of turn out differently than like maybe you were expecting or maybe <laughs> you thought you were going to have all boys or you thought you were going to have mm-hmm. all girls yeah whatever it was like have you grieved that Mm-hmm. picture you had in your mind because for us it really has been like so different sure and the Lord prepares you like the Lord always told me when I was going through my infertility he was like you're going to become a mother differently than you thought than anyone mm-hmm. and it's your your just motherhood journey is going to be different mm-hmm. so just just stay remain in me sure remain in me and it will be okay um but I had never heard that idea of having grieved mm-hmm. your, what you thought your family was going to look like. Mm. Or what you thought you would be like as a mom. Sure. Because when you, your kids, it, you think you're going to be this, you know. <laughs> Glorified human. You're, yes. You're like, I'm going to be the best I mom. can tackle the world. <laughs> yes. But then when, you know, they, for me, it's really when they hit that like two-year-old mark I'm like yeah. oh gosh mm. because they start to show their personality they start to show their yeah. sinful nature <laughs> wait till middle school yeah, right. and I'm like oh gosh you know but really I feel like he does give you the grace yeah to like yeah go through it and he always like puts people in your path yeah like if you'll just trust him and mm. pray about everything mm. like even if it's just Lord, I need somebody to come do my child's hair. Yeah. Or, Lord, I need my child to have a friend. Yeah. Like, you're about to move. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just say, Lord. Yeah. Will you have people waiting for us mm-hmm. that will love my kids? Yeah. Like, he just always, like, even if it's not immediately, like, yeah. it will happen. Yes. And I love I think that. that's good. It makes me think of, you know, a while back, we were going through just some different transitions with our oldest. He's in sixth grade, going to be in seventh. And one day the Lord just really dealt with me and he was like, Hope, do you trust me with your children? And I was like, of course, Lord, I'm a Christian. I trust you. You know, I have faith. You know, I believe you got them. And he said, then why are you trying to micromanage every aspect of their life? Mm. And I was like, Lord, I'm not trying to. He said, yeah, you're actually doing it without realizing you're doing it. And he said, if you truly trust me, then no matter what complication or hard thing you go through with your children, when you give them back to me since I created them, And you surrender them to me no matter what happens. He said, that's when you can fully say, you trust me. Mm. Because they were never yours in the first place. They were mine. Yeah. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. Yes. And I think that's so valid, you know, when you're raising children of any age or 
any good season or difficult season through adoption, infertility, middle school, you know, whatever it is. It's just just walking through the process of it. But I just remind myself through those difficult seasons, like how you were saying, have you grieved a dream of what you thought your family would look like or your Mm -hmm. kids would turn out or, or whatever it may be. And the Lord just keeps reminding me, like, to hold fast to His Word and to trust trust Him that He's got it all figured out. And even when we make mistakes as moms, and Lord knows we make them, um, that God gave you your children because He saw something within you yes. as a mom. Yes. That He was like, they need this kind of mom in their yes. life. Yes. I think that's so good. But... The, when you're talking about like trusting him, when we so my my first daughter, she's adopted, but she we adopted her through foster care. Yes. People always ask us like, how are you gonna do foster care? How are you gonna handle us? How would you handle giving a child, you know, back to their biological family? Mm-hmm. And I always was like, so you know the prayer that Hannah prays. Yeah. And she's like, I'm giving this child like. I'm going to give him to you, Mm -hmm. Lord. And so it just made me think, I was like, Mm -hmm. every mother will experience giving their child, like, back to the Lord Mm -hmm. and always, and will always experience their child leaving because you raise them till they're 18 and then they go. Yeah. Now you're lucky if they, like, come back and (laughs) they want to be around you. (laughs) But essentially, like, we're raising humans, like, little adults mm-hmm. that are eventually going to leave your home so like you have to be prepared for it in some way yeah that they won't always be with you yeah and so from foster care like that's where I learned I was like Lord like you really like with your kids you cannot you have to trust him yeah like if you want to raise like God-fearing stout children yeah that love the Lord you you just gotta yeah say Lord help me (laughs) yes I can't do this on my own yeah and I but I think that's why I'm like I think that's why he wants to give you children sure is so that you will like learn to become dependent on him Mm -hmm. or at least that's been my experience Mm -hmm. like the infertility taught me how to be so dependent on him Mm -hmm. like I remember one night just praying I was like Lord if you don't want to give me give me children like then you're gonna have to get me through this mm. and two days later Esther came wow and it was just like okay if I surrender sure and I'm not saying it's gonna happen that fast for everybody <laughs> but you know when you decide to like surrender he's he shows up yeah in some way yeah even if it's not oh he hands you a baby two days later right it's gonna be like he just starts showing up in like your finances or yeah starts showing up with people he starts to put in your path Mm -hmm. or like a doctor that just starts to really help you sure um like if you just say okay lord here you go Mm -hmm. like that's how it's been with esther i'm like okay lord i have no idea how to like handle all of this Mm -hmm. from you know teaching her all that she needs to know to like how do we navigate a wheelchair and mm. all these things that she needs help with 
and he just starts to like place people in her life and in our life as a family that just know they're yeah. like her physical therapist and her occupational therapist and yeah. her teachers like just have come in and just been like we're here as mm-hmm. a team to help her mm-hmm. and it's just when I said okay Lord mm-hmm. I can't do this yeah yeah I have no idea how I'm gonna get through this yeah and he just comes in yeah it's amazing to me he provides every single yes. thing that you need yes in every season I love that. What do you think has been so far your greatest reward being a mom? I know there's probably a lot. It's like, so when you have little children, it's so hard to find that, <laughs> like the reward. Because you're like looking forward to the next stage. Yes. Where you're like, but like, we, I like to celebrate like the small things. So like That's a good. big reward uh-huh. lately uh-huh. has been a two-year-old is a potty trained. That is a and great like, reward. Yes. yes. And then, like, just there's things about their personalities that are so rewarding to me. Mm-hmm. Like, Esther, she's, like, very sweet and cuddly. And yeah. Alan is sassy and, like, will just tell it like it is, but she wants to be a big helper. And uh-huh. she's, like, that helps me. Uh-huh. Such a reward. Yeah. And then my little one, she just looks go with the flow, and I'm like... We needed you. It's so true. That third one, ours is the same way. Our third son, he is go with the flow. They and have it, to be, right? They have to be. By that point, if you're done and three is the limit, <laughs> yes. you're like, please, Lord, I give me a go it. with the flow child. Yes. And so, like, it's just, she is joy, pure joy. It's awesome. And she's, she doesn't want for anything. And so that has been, like, really, truly, like, her from having her because I had her in August like yeah her it's been so hard but if I can just like get my eyes on like her yeah oh my gosh I can just make life Mm. just so much better I would have never imagined yeah like I told her I'm like you're my favorite child don't tell anybody (laughs) that (laughs) but it's only because she's Uh just so like yeah like she's not a toddler Uh uh-huh yeah and she's just pure joy yeah so that's like so rewarding to me yes it's just like watching them develop into these little like humans. Yeah. And then as like a special needs mom, like you really have to count like the small things as victories. Like mm. Esther can uh, say mama, which it's taken, you know, she's almost four. Yeah. Most four-year-olds are speaking in full sentences, but just the fact that she can say mama, mm. like, that's a reward. That's awesome. That's, like, a victory. Mm. Um, we just got this little, like, it's, like, it looks like an iPad, but um, she can press it to talk to us, mm. and that's, like, a huge reward, you mm. know, so it's, like, small things. Yeah. Like, that's what, because I'm, like, a big picture person. Sure. So, used to, I would think, like, oh, we don't accomplish this goal. Yeah. We're out. Yeah. But it's this, like, and I guess it's with that, like, that way with all children. But, mm-hmm. like, special needs really has made me, like, take a look back at my life and be like, oh, no. Small things. Like, yeah. they can color. Yeah. They can write mm-hmm. one word. Yeah. Or they can say their name. Like, it's not about, you know, their... All these elaborate... The yes. Yes. It's and, living in the small moments yeah, that you see. Yeah. 50 colleges or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or their honor roll every year. Like, what? So maybe like sit back and be like, okay, what are all of my children? Because mm. they might not all be great at school. Sure. They might be really good at art. Yeah. 
our music, yeah. our ministry. Mm-hmm. And like, they don't have to be yeah. honor roll students. Mm-hmm. My husband would completely disagree with me. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, no, they need to be the best at everything. He'll push like, himself. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm all about, because, you know, I told my kids all the time, like, you can do hard things. Yes. Because I believe, like, the Lord, like, does Absolutely. want us to do hard things. Like, yes. He wants to refine us yes. and sanctify us. But I'm like, what matters more is, like, are you going to be number one in heaven? Right. And then what is your character mm-hmm. to get there? Yeah. Because, um, oh, I feel like I'm talking so much. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this book right now, and it's about... It's called My Body is Not a Prayer Request. Uh-huh. And it's about disability in the church. Yeah. And she's just talking about how um, the verse that says, like, um, if your right hand causes you to sin, like, cut it off. Mm-hmm. And I only knew that part of the verse. But sure. then it goes on to say, like, it would be better for you to be crippled. Yeah. Than sinful to enter the, like, the kingdom of God. Yeah. And it just made me realize, I was like, gosh, like, our character really does matter. Sure. Like, you can be disabled crippled a whole hot mess yeah but if your character like rings true Mm -hmm. like and you you are trying to humble yourself before the lord like that's what matters yeah to try to teach my kids that Mm, that's good it's a a big one big undertaking it's a really good one too i really like that okay growing up with your mom your mom is amazing by the way Um, what is one takeaway that you want to carry over into being a mom now with your three girls? My mom brings fun. So, or she like tries to plan the fun. So she's always wanting to celebrate a holiday or go on a vacation or just like do the sentimental thing. Yeah. And I feel like nowadays, like it's not a... People just trying to rush through life. Sure. And so I really want to make sure like all of like all the holidays, the birthdays, they're important mm. and special. Mm. And not just like, oh, we're gonna have, you know, a pool party. Yeah. But like they actually know they're especially as they grow older, mm. like they're really taken care of and honored and they, they know they're special. Like my mom. Sure always make sure that we're honored Mm. and she gives the best gifts too like she just gave me a vacation like she paid for the whole thing (laughs) i I need her to be my mom (laughs) and she did it because she was like i know how tired you are yeah and she did it for like me and my Mm sister-in-laws and then their moms came down too and she was like i just know like all of us we're tired sure and so she just saw that and she Mm. was like i need so that's like she and she's always done that and as she's grown older and like gotten more like filled with the holy spirit Mm. she is becoming like so much better at it wow it's just amazing to me because she's always been good at it yeah but now the lord is like refining that in her yeah and so and it's amazing because um we like we weren't always close but now we're close mm. because the Holy Spirit's been doing a work in both of us. Yeah. Then because she's so like she's so sentimental and she's so mm. um, like 
wants to get on that level of like I want to honor people yeah. and take care of them like it's mm-hmm. been so I need people like that mm-hmm. in my life because I'm not that's so good I like the that. one to be like that I mean I'm, I'm very sentimental but not in that yeah. way where yeah. I want to take care of someone mm-hmm. I'm more like I'm sentimental and I'm gonna <laughs> you take care of me. <laughs> I need you to take care of me. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, it's my time now. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yes. She really is a jewel. Um, okay, so in closing, what would you say to a mom out there who is believing for a baby? What's one great advice that you could give her? No, it's hard. Cry, scream like Mm. wrestle Mm. because I feel like so much we as I just in the church like we try to kind of like push things under the rug and I feel like that infertility is a big one yeah um but it's crazy because the Bible talks about infertility so much um there were so many women in the word that could not have children yeah um and when I say fight, like, realize, like, you're not fighting the Lord. You're mm-hmm. fighting an enemy. Yeah. Like, I told someone, this was right before I got pregnant with Alan, I said, I just sat in my car one day and I was like, the devil is me. Like, he's he's horrible. Yeah. Because he wants to attack your womb. Sure. Like, he wants to attack your family. He does not. Like, if you are a God-fearing woman, mm-hmm. you love the Lord, you want to raise your kids, like, in Jesus Christ and want them to be like warriors for the kingdom. He does not want you to have kids. Yeah. And so he's going to like try to keep you from it in any way. Mm-hmm. And so like fight mm-hmm. through prayer. Get If you can't pray for yourself, find somebody to pray for you. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you can't even step foot in church right now, like mm-hmm. find some way for you to go to church. Like whether that be like you read you and your husband read together you worship together you pray together or you don't have I feel like there's no expectation for you to be and show up and be happy like you're fighting for something yeah and war is really hard yeah um and it's okay to be upset it's okay to be mad it's Mm -hmm. okay to be just all the frustrated yeah and Welcome to motherhood. <laughs> Mother up. I don't think that, like, you know, oh, yeah. people talk about that, but, like, when you're sure. going through infertility, uh, it's you becoming a mom. Sure. You're already fighting for sure. a child that's going to be Absolutely. And so, don't be scared if your motherhood journey looks different. Mm, it's like, good. if he's calling you to foster. Yeah. Go foster. If yeah. he's calling you to adopt, go adopt. If he's calling for you to wait mm. and see how he's going to bless your womb, do it. If he needs you to go to five different IVF doctors, go. Yeah. If he needs you to not even step foot in a doctor's office, listen. Yeah. Don't go. Don't try to push it. Yeah. Because, Lord, did I try. <laughs> I, try I mean, I tried for two years. Yeah. To push this. Your agenda. Yes. Yeah. Like, this is going to happen. Yeah. And then... It's all it in does, his timing. It doesn't, it doesn't ever look the way that you think it's going to. Yeah. But. That's good. I like that. It's all in his timing through the process of waiting, growing. Like you said, he's refining you through different moments to prepare you for that journey of motherhood. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today with Straight Talk with Hope. Hey, Leanna, thank you. Of course. You killed it. Thank <laughs> you for being a guest on the show today. Um, we'll see you back here again for another episode of Straight Talk with Hope. Peace out, guys. Have a great weekend. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today's episode. I want to say thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers. Hey, if you are new and have not subscribed yet, go ahead and do so. You can find us on Apple iTunes, as well as all of our previous uh, episodes for Straight Talk with Hope. You can also find us on Facebook of Hope Lamberson, as well as Hope Lamberson dot com. Check out all what's on that page there. Subscribe to the quarterly newsletter to get your declarations of hope sent straight via email directly to you. I hope you guys have an amazing day today. And remember, regardless of what is lost in your life, that there is still hope. We'll see you back here next time again. Have an amazing day.